0: Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will continue looking into some of our favorite draft strategies and break down the NFC South. But first, Kevin, how you doing, buddy?
1: Oh, I'm doing well, buddy. Uh, Another long day.
0: But I'm, I'm good to go here, brother. You, you do things in the video, but many of our folks listen to it on Spotify so they can't actually see that you're showing a Thanos for President 2020 shirt.
1: Yes. Make the okay. universe great again, one snap at a time. I have my yep. other Thanos shirt. Of course, as Thanos did nothing wrong, but we all know that's not true. Because when he snapped his fingers, he only killed half of the universe, when in fact he should have killed all but about 200 organisms. That would have made things better.
0: Should we start this show over and me and you talk about some things As long as
1: Justin Jefferson and Patrick Mahomes are two of them, (laughs) I'm happy.
0: All right. Well, a couple news and notes. Luckily, we can probably talk about this Sean Watson for the last time. Um, finally, the penalty came down. He will be suspended 11 games. What which a is an odd number and fined $5 million, which obviously will go to charity. 11 games and 5 mil, not enough, obviously. Um, and the thing that's weird about it is where do they come up with 11 games, especially since that next game they play the Houston Texans? It's just. Everything is awful about this whole situation. So I guess
1: the, the, the judge usually was six games, right?
0: Right. Correct.
1: So eleven, I guess five from that. And then it's not six down from 17. So I guess they decided to do middle ground. The fines, a freaking joke.
0: He's Um, got $230 million. $5 million is like 2% of, of his, this contract. Not even count what he made before.
1: All, All I can hope is that he gets picketed and, just harassed relentlessly and just completely. Why bombed. have him
0: come back? Eleven games is an odd number. Why have him come back against the Texans? Just have him sit one more game. What's
1: what's twelve games? Who knows, dude? The the whole thing is just a nightmare. It's a PR nightmare from the for the NFL. Um, I I don't I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Very I just it's it's a very odd situation. Again. Calvin Ridley's out for the season for a twelve hundred dollar bet on a game he wasn't in. I, I know. <laughs> Does I know. it make
0: any sense? It it doesn't. Um. So let's move on. Another little thing I want to touch on because it's a confusing situation as well is the Seattle backfield. You have Rashad Penny, who's the starter, but then Kenneth Walker was going ahead of him in drafts. And as soon as that gets corrected, Penny has like a little tweak of his hamstring or groin or something. And then Kenneth Walker starts creeping back up. And then we, we hear, well, oh, Kenneth Walker has, hernia now, has a hernia now. And he just had surgery on it. So now he's going to be out until probably week one. But, but Penny's back in the lineup now. What a situation that I don't want to avoid, but I think I'm going to have to.
1: Yeah, it's all stupid. We hate Pete Carroll. He's trash. <laughs> well, I'm fired up tonight. You know these questions, you're getting me jacked. That's, that's- I love Rashad Pantana last year. Kenny Walker's gonna be a good player. They're saying classic Carroll, it's all gotta be all this cryptic BS. He can't just come out and say what it is. He now they're saying it's hernia related. What what the hell does hernia related mean? Is it a freaking hernia or is it not? So we have to deal with that crap. I don't know. Either one of these guys in any given week is gonna be the one that has a hundred yards and two touchdowns. You're never gonna know which week it is. And T. Carroll's never gonna help. He's like Belichick. It's just it's all gotta be this big game. So uh I'm I don't I wouldn't mind having either one of them, but it's gotta be the right spot or the right right number. I can't in my legal record. They're both going to be way overbid on, and I'm not. I uh, I have virtually no chance of getting either of them.
0: And that worries me too, because I, again, I, like you said, I'd love to have either one of them as well, but someone's going to jump on each one before I I can. And one of them is going to be right. One of those guys is going to be right, and it's going to tick me off. But
1: no, that's it's not necessarily how, true. It's not they so might both. They might both be wrong, and it could be any given week you play the wrong one. It's the beauty of a once-and-done league. The week that Walker's out, you play Penny. The week Penny's out, you play Walker, and you move on about your life. You you aren't stuck with this jackass on your bench all week cussing up Pete Carroll left and right on Sunday night.
0: Right? Am I wrong? No, No, that's fair. Well, we'll go into once and done. We have we have two weeks, I think, after we get done breaking down these divisions, where we can really get into some other things, and that'll be that'll definitely be something we get into because that's a very intriguing way to um a very intriguing league setup. Yeah, and yeah. we'll go into more details about that. Uh, but first, let's talk, do some draft strategies. I have two more. One of them for me is to do mock drafts slash no ADP. And for me, I think the best way to know ADP your average draft position is to do some mock drafts. If you have a certain site that you use, be it Yahoo or ESPN or NFL, or whatever it is, each each site has their own uh, rankings. So you want to use the that those ADP um, rankings for whenever you do your drafts, because there's inevitably going to be guys in your draft that don't pay attention to anything, and they're just going to draft the guys that they see pop up. So you know if you're if you're higher on a guy. You want to make sure that you find out where his ADP is, and you want to make sure you get him before his ADP pops up. Um, But if he's lower down the list, you know you can wait a little bit. Uh, And for me, I like to do mock drafts. I do, I don't know, maybe I don't do a ton. Uh, I used to do a lot. Uh, I've trimmed it down some, especially with the Fantasy Pros draft simulator I use. It's quick, it's easy, um, and you get a good feel for how a draft's going to go, and you can pick from any position right? So one through 12, wherever you're going to be in your legal record or whatever, you can practice it. And um, I think it's important so that you know where guys are going to go. And then as you do your mocks, if it doesn't go quite how you expect, you can sort of say, oh, well, this didn't work out. How about I I modify what my plan was and try this out? What's it look like if I take a Travis Kelsey at the end of round one? What's it look like if I start out with three running backs in a row? And um, so that, that really helps me out. And Uh, helps me prepare for my drafts
1: so i like those to a point uh mock drafts i usually will do like say the first five rounds and then just call it a day partially because so many people in them bow out and the computer just starts picking and then they're just picking whoever's next on the list anyway once in a while you'll get some you'll be in there and say he'll take like todd heap with the number one overall pick And it just throws the whole thing off. And it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I spending my time at work doing these drafts when I should be supervising children or some yokel to just pick Todd Heap with the number one overall pick? You so know? that's so why I use... I take it all. Okay. It's got to be with a grain of salt with those things is the only issue.
0: But if you use the Fantasy Pros Draft Simulator, it's only you. And they use their ECR rankings, which is what mm-hmm. we basically what we look at for ADP. Um, but it's different. So every time you do a mock draft, it, there'll be a different setup. One, one time you do a mock, let, let I'm picking seventh in my out of 12 out of my legal record. So one time I'll price a mock draft where I'm picking seven and JT will go first overall. The next time McCaffrey will go first overall. The next time Cooper Cup will go first overall. So they mix it up and it's just me drafting. So I don't have a yokel taking some ridiculous pick. My I don't God. have to wait on anybody. I don't have people, um, you know, dropping out. So use that fancy pros draft simulator. It's quick. It's easy. So
1: again, people that are just listening on Spotify have no idea that you've been sitting there smiling and chuckling and making your little silly faces because many of them probably
0: don't know the Todd heap story. There's not much to tell Kevin. (laughs) You and I were supposed to be teaching summer school. We instead were doing mock drafts (laughs) in the computer lab while our kids were playing on the computers. And I had to go to, uh, no, I had to walk a student It was out your turn to cat, walk a
1: kid up to the front. Yeah. yeah. The
0: parent was picking them up. I came back. The mock draft had started. I sat down and I realized somehow I had picked Todd Heap number one overall. Okay. Obviously, you, you came in and you snaked my pick <laughs> and you made it for me. And that's. That doesn't sound like
1: something I would do. So I don't know what you're
0: talking about. Kevin, it happened twelve years ago, and you giggle about it every day. Still. It was
1: so awesome. The look on your face, dude, it was, it was so priceless. And you frequently make the same look now. Like you're sort of making it right this moment.
0: It's annoyance, <laughs> I think, is the the look that you're getting.
1: <laughs> I'll buy it. whatever it's annoyance. about. I, I love it because it, it was glorious at the time. It it was it was a, quite a moment.
0: Now you already said that you don't really use this next draft strategy, um, but I make my own rankings. I know you have sort of your guys that you said you list out, but I always make my own rankings. I I can't go into a draft with somebody else's list because I honestly don't really care what they think. I want to know some, you know, I I listen to podcasts all the time and uh, you know scroll through Twitter. It's basically just to find tidbits of information that I don't already know or haven't come across yet, right? Uh, But I make my own stuff. I do it all myself, and obviously it takes time. But look, if I'm going to win a fantasy league, I want it to be because I won the fantasy league. I don't want somebody else telling me who I should draft and when I should draft them. Uh, and one thing I do differently is I use I, I I rank my guys in rounds where tiers are like the big thing. Every single fantasy guy says, use tiers. Put your running backs in tiers. That way you know you, you only have one running back left in this tier, and you got three wide receivers. Rounds for me is better and easier. That's how NFL teams do it. You, NFL teams, they'll come out and they, you know they'll say, "Well, we have right now we have 21 guys as you know for get, we give them first round grades." Okay, great. That's how I'm going to do it. If that's how, the, and it makes it easier for me. I don't have to think when I get to the fourth round. If I look and I have four guys left that I would take in the fourth round, those are the four guys I want to pick from. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes those guys, you know, get drafted before it's my turn. Then I have to look elsewhere. But the rounds for me make more sense than the tiers. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that.
1: I don't really much care if it's tiers or just straight numbers. That's all just semantics. That's all just words. Uh, Whether you have a tier or not, you can just count the tier. Okay, i got five guys in this tier, three in the next, seven in the next, six in the next. Okay, well, that's eight, that's 21 players, so the next tier starts with number 22. That's all just semantics. But the I think part of the reason I don't do it is I just don't need to, I guess. I, I know who where I value certain people and I don't really need a list to necessarily do it. Um, I know you do it, not necessarily. I want everybody to know you don't do it because you need it. You do it because you enjoy doing it.
0: Also correct, yeah.
1: I think more so than the fact you need it to draft. It's not like you're a fool and had no clue what you're doing. And if you don't have this list in front of you, you know, you're, you're drafting Todd heap in the first round, you know, it's nothing like that. So I think it's more (laughs) that you just enjoy doing it. Um, It's nice to have them. I just, and you get on a lot of like these sites, like say, you know, like ours, it, it lists everybody in order. All the players are there anyway. And you, you occasionally, that's why I like to just target a few guys that I really want. I'm really interested in, I put their name in front of my face, either on a piece of paper or post it computer whatever and and i go from there because i just don't i i know roughly where i value everyone
0: for me like we all know i'm pretty high on mike williams if i use
1: i had you had mentioned that yeah
0: only every chance i get if i do like a yahoo draft and let's say they have him ranked at wide receiver 21 or something i I actually i I have no idea what their adp is and i need my rankings because i have if i have him at You know, wide receiver eight, Uh, I don't want to use theirs because I'm just looking at who they tell me I need to draft. I'm not even going to see my guy and how it's ranked. That's why I use my rankings because I want to make sure I don't miss a guy that I'm higher on than whatever site it is that my draft is using.
1: I don't think you could miss Mike Williams to save your life. Well,
0: that was fairly
1: sure you'd like to have his children.
0: I'm not sure if you are. You were a health teacher, Kevin. We we both know that that is not possible. A, hey,
1: the 21st century things have changed up, buddy.
0: Uh, well, what one thing that hasn't changed is the Falcons are still not good, and their odds of yeah, winning right. Super Bowl are plus twenty thousand. They were seven and ten last year. Uh, third in the AFC South. They were 26 in offense, 29th in defense. Their point differential was negative one forty six. And if you are trying to win the NFL football games, that's not going to cut it. It's tough to project this offense because they have a quarterback change. They had one – I mean, Matt Ryan was there for, like, good grief, 15 years or so. Uh, but we at least have a def- decent sample size of what Marcus Mariota can do. And uh, like I said, they lost Matt Ryan. They lost Russell Gage. They lost Julio Jones. They lost Calvin Ridley. They lost the leading tackler in the NFL who I try for some names. I'm not going to try for his. But uh, now he's – leading the defense in Jacksonville. They added Marcus Mariota, which I just talked about. Desmond Ritter, also rookie quarterback, along with rookie wide receiver Drake London and running back Tyler Algier. And they added Damian Williams, veteran, um, back to the running back room as well. Losing your franchise quarterback and your defensive leader is tough. Many people expect the Falcons to be selecting in the top 10, if not the top five, if not the top two. two. <laughs> I know. Them and the Bears, it, baby. I know it's going to be the third year in a row for them, but I, I like Arthur Smith. I like the head coach. I like the pieces they put in here, and I don't. I don't feel good for them this year, but I do feel good for them going forward.
1: I, I mean, my thought partially is if Cordero Patterson is your starting tailback, you're in, probably in trouble. Um, they, these guys suck, dude. That's just a fact. They're going to be terrible. They're going to get beat up on. they're going to lose games by. 30 35 points they're gonna they'll win a couple but yeah they're gonna be fighting the bears for that number one pick next year that's really i don't really have a whole lot more to say about them this is i don't know how a gm could keep their job after putting this together i i don't know how you could be so poor at your job that this is what you've come up with how do you how do you sell this to your fan base like this is as good as we could do. How do you sell this to them? It's
0: it's <laughs> tough. At least they got a quarterback. I feel like anytime you draft a quarterback, it's like, hey, look, we're trying.
1: But he might not even play. I know. know. Yeah, I think you're a lot higher on him than they are.
0: <laughs> I might be. <laughs> I might be. I I don't hate Mariota, and I no, I don't Disney hate him Winter either. I remember, he's, he's
1: fun to watch play, but top to bottom, this is. This is probably the second worst roster in the league behind the Bears.
0: Interestingly enough, the Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, is not really on a hot seat. However, the Carolina Panthers and Matt Rule, he is definitely on the hot seat. They are plus 13,000 to win a Super Bowl title. Five and 11 last year and last in the division. 29th in offense, 21st in defense. But I'm pretty sure... They gave up the second-fewest yards in the league. I don't know how you give up the second-fewest yards and are 21st in scoring defense, Um, but, hey, numbers are what they are, and weird things happen. I'm not sure they really lost anyone of consequence, but uh, they did add Bradley Bozeman at center and Austin Corbett at guard. And Ike Ikuanu, obviously, our favorite tackle in the draft is there. And they just announced he is going to be the starting left tackle moving forward. Offensive line was dreadful last year. Should be better this year. And obviously, they added Baker Mayfield, who's going to be the starting quarterback. And with Christian McCaffrey back from injury, if he can stay healthy. And with Baker Mayfield, I a talented young defense, I like the way this team is heading, too. I'm, you know. I was really optimistic about the Lions, really pessimistic about the Bears. I'm mediocre, mediocrely no,
1: optimistic sweet. about the Jesus. Falcons. Wait, you like what that? Is, what are these you words like you're coming up with tonight? Uh, but I'm a little more optimistic about the Panthers. Mediocrely? Is that yeah, what you, did you right. really just say that?
0: Uh, yes, I did. I think it's impressive. Try to say it fast. It's tough. Mediocrely? See, I don't there think you go. it's
1: a word. I'm pretty sure.
0: We'll pretend it's definitely not a word.
1: This is a, again, a terrible top to bottom lineup, but it's just good enough that they're going to win some games. They'll probably win a couple games that they should. They'll win at least one game that they probably shouldn't. And uh, they'll go from there. Much of their success will become based on McCaffrey, CMC, if he makes it through, whether he makes it through three games, three quarters, or three quarters of the season. Their whole team sort of just is is based on his production, what he can do. He's on the field. The defense gets to stay off the field. It opens up everything else. It's it's really CMC. If Baker Mayfield's definitely a step in the right direction. Uh
0: if they if they they don't group this is another group that's that that just that they're not out.
1: this is not a stellar squad. Again, it's like, how how did this happen? How did you put together such a pathetic team?
0: don't think i think they actually have decent pieces that defense is is young and it's. Uh, i like the things they've done on defense especially like jeremy chin and um like through the draft grabbing him and um we'll see and, and horn's got to solid... come
1: up horn's got to come up with something now
0: yeah that's it jc horn that's the name i was trying to come um, up with he's coming Robbie back from injury did nothing
1: last year he they they gave him that huge contract based on like seven good games with the jets of all people Terrace Marshall did nothing last year. It just, I, I don't. I'm just not inspired by it. team. I said they'll win four or five games. They'll play some other close ones, but this just isn't a good team.
0: Well, you mentioned that they, they're probably going to um, lose to a team or two they shouldn't, and beat a team or two that they probably should. Um, the Saints, they, uh, they're, they're plus four thousand, so they got a lot better odds at, you know, at least Vegas thinks of winning a title. They are nine eight last year, second in the division, nineteenth in offense, fourth in defense but here here's you know going back to your point there they lost to the panthers last year they lost to the giants the falcons and the dolphins they won against the packers the patriots and they beat the bucks both times they played them that that's odd i mean i don't know how you lose to the panthers the giants the falcons but you beat the packers the patriots and the bucks twice
1: very roller coastery
0: yeah, no kidding. They they did lose uh, Sean Payton, head coach, and Teron Armstead, their starting left tackle, but they uh, added Trevor Penning to ha- uh, hop in there at the, uh, assuming maybe the tackle position, uh, from the draft. They and they also drafted Chris Alave, signed Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew in free agency, and they kind of, yeah, they're kind of getting Michael Thomas back. Granted, he's been on the team the whole time, but he didn't play at all last year. Sweet Lord. Dude, I honestly don't know what to think about this team,
1: it, and it's looking more and more like the, the Alvin Kamara saga is. the Things I've read has said it's going to last past this year. He won't get suspended for this season. He 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 should be safe. Dude, this is a this is a team. In any given week, they might go out and throw up forty five points. It's a you know, but it's a team. A, a or week. twelve a team also, they might go out and hold a team to seven and lose. You never know what you're going to get with this team. It's going to be a whole new. How long was Payton there? Twenty years. Long it's got to be close to that, isn't it? Uh, so, you're talking about a whole new direction for the team, a new course. How's that going to work out? This is one of those teams that you just don't know. But as, as far as overall talent, I mean, you still got Cam Jordan. You got Anytime you got him on the field, you never know if he's going to kill somebody. This is a team that could beat some people. I, I could see him going nine and eight. I could see him going five and 12. I could see him going 12 and five. Don't know, really don't.
0: One team that you thought you knew, but now I feel like some questions are creeping in here. Oh, come on. Don't be hey. ridiculous. Hold on, hold on. They're plus 700. They were 13 and four last year, second in offense, fifth in defense, or so the top five in both. They're the most passing attempts in the NFL, 31st in rushing attempts. But Bruce Arians head coach is now gone. How will that affect the play calling? Todd Bowles has taken over as the head coach, but Byron Lefferts, our offensive coordinator, this dude turns down head coaching gigs left and right just to be the offensive coordinator here. So that's a good thing. Continuity. They lost both their right. They lost both their guards, Ali Marpet and Alex Kappa. Now their centers out. Ryan Jensen. Don't know how long he's going to be out. They lost Gronk. They lost Antonio Brown. They added Shaq Mason along the offensive line, Russell Gage, Julio Jones, Rashad White in the draft, Kyle Rudolph they signed. But Tom Brady is now out for who knows how long for a personal matter. Is this serious? Is it not? Because without Brady, this that's it. This team's out of there. Kyle Trask is not the answer. Oh, uh, Is that it? Is that all you're going to say? I mean, that's – so nobody knows why Brady's out.
1: No, it's still all in there, but does it matter?
0: It does. Why? So you think Kyle Trask could lead this team somewhere?
1: No, but I don't think that I don't think that anybody's thinking that this Tom Brady thing is going to be something that goes on for weeks on end. The it dude could literally not, not practice. He might not throw a ball until the morning of game one, and they still go out and win like thirty-one to thirteen.
0: This is a I'm stack, going into this.
1: This is a stack roster on offense and defense. There excuse me a cupcake uh division i think the only real question with these guys are they the 1 2 or 3 seed in the nfc as long as brady's good man i saw a meme about a week ago and because of the roller coaster phone incident i was unable to share it to uh uh facebook it was it was one of the other like huge wide receivers who we give so much respect to and blah 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 to versus Mike Evans, since they both came into the league, and Mike Evans beats him in every single category. Who I can't even remember who it is. It's you, one of you, it's one of the big ones. Um, oh, it's Devontae Adams. He beats him in almost every single category.
0: Everything. It's insane. At, not I can't believe he beats him in catches because he. But no, he had,
1: no he did have more catches. Um, I think the only thing Adams might have. Maybe beat him in was maybe touchdowns, but it wasn't by many. It was like it was almost nil. But well, it took Adams. Dude, a couple he just years gives to so go- much respect to Adams that when he's done it all, he's the only guy he throws to. Evans has had to deal with Jameis Winston and various others, yet yeah. yeah, and has all these other people deals with, and he still beats him in almost every major category. I just don't understand why you and people in general give Mike Evans such a small amount of respect. Not me anymore. We've had this talk. Not me anymore. Okay, there. I've come around. You just admitted it. You didn't give him respect, but
0: now you do. Correct. Correct. Okay. I've come okay. around. That's what smart people do. They realize that hey, maybe I wasn't quite right on this. I want to get on the on the right side now. I want to hop on the on the correct train. I'm on Evans' train. train. We'll get there.
1: We'll get there. The correct train. So again, this this. Okay, I'll admit if Brady doesn't play. All of a sudden, this is an a media as a five hundred team, but they still I, might they still might win this division because the other teams aren't
0: that great. I'm going I'm going into everything assuming Brady is good to go and he's just taking some veteran time off, which good for you, dude. It's it's Tom you, Brady. You are, you've he can already, do what he wants. He's the already. god
1: who walked his man. He can do what he wants. Uh, so so that's it. What do you think they're going? You think they're the one? Are they the one seed? Are they the two seed? Are they the three seed? What are they?
0: Going into the season, I think they have to be the one seed. That's what I think. It's, it's not the Packers. It's no, not.
1: no, 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 no. definitely not. They, they, um, I mean, the Cowboys will likely win the Super Bowl, but I don't necessarily think they'll be the number one seed.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> we definitely know that Marcus Mariota is not leading the Falcons to the number one seed. Uh, him and Desmond Ritter, these guys, they feel like the same person. But uh, Mariota, a little more accurate coming out, if I remember correctly. They're both decent players. They're both athletic. But again, not too exciting. I am interested to see what Ritter's going to do later on in his career. I think he I think he has a chance to be pretty good. But no one's drafting either one of them. I think Mariota, check this for me 32. on ADP. But Mariota's
1: 32?
0: 32, 221. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, QB, 32. I, I think Mariota's got a little more in him than that. If, if we go back to his last full year as a starter, he completed almost 70% of his passes. He's had, he had a season where he threw for 26 touchdowns and nine picks. That was 2016. In his four years, he averaged 317 rushing yards a year. Now, granted, we're picking and choosing the numbers we want to use from seasons that he had played in, but if you put them together, you, you have a successful quarterback here and someone that could really do something in fantasy land and in real football. Now, is it going to happen? Probably not. But Arthur Smith worked with him in Tennessee, and maybe he can squeeze something out of Mariota. He's got yeah. some weapons that we're going to get to, so we'll see.
1: The reason he's frowned upon so much, Oscar, is he's a number one overall pick. It didn't really pan out. He's never two. come cl- or too close to what he's supposed to be, so therefore he immediately must be a bust and drops in everybody's mind. He's a guy I wouldn't mind having as my backup quarterback on my fantasy team to throw in there a week when I have a bye or an injury happens. it's going to get you some rushing yards. Eh, I don't think he's going to be stellar, the, but if I take, if I can take him with pick 221, I could deal with that.
0: If he was drafted in the first pick of the second round, people would love Mariota, I think.
1: Maybe. Maybe, maybe not that high, but close, yeah. But, yeah, he they expected so much. He didn't deliver, and here he is. Thing is, uh, Ritter's going as the
0: 40th quarterback. So they're pretty close. right? Um, Baker Mayfield, Panthers, I I don't really know what to say. Last year, you kind of throw out the window. He was hurt basically all year. Uh, I think his best season was QB 17 or so. He's an upgrade for Sam Darnold. Really what I think is he's going to be an upgrade for the weapons around him. Hopefully, he will be the answer to DJ Moore.
1: The, The dude got shafted in Cleveland. That said, he can't get out of his own way. If he just keep his mouth shut once in a while, I think he get a lot more respect. But he definitely got shafted in Cleveland. I mean, he took a team that was trash for the last 20 years and made them playoff relevant. Playoffs, yes. He gets hurt, plays through the injury all year. Games where you see it, saw him like Ossian, how wrapped up his shoulder was. The dude fights through it. And what do you do? You throw him under the bus and bring in a serial... I'll be careful what I say, but it, I I don't I don't understand the hate. The, the Cleveland
0: Browns need a grown up to run this team.
1: Yeah, exactly. A grown up who goes around getting his freaking <laughs> happy now. endings left and right <laughs> to a bunch of unwilling from unwilling people. I I don't get why he gets why people are so against the dude. I hope he has a good year. I'd love to see them do well. Um, we'll see. Doesn't have definitely doesn't have the weapons that he had in Cleveland.
0: Correct. And one guy that seemingly except for last year, I guess, but he always had weapons in Tampa Bay. Now he's in New Orleans and they've surrounded him with some weapons. Jameis Winston, Winston, he tore his ACL last year. He looked much. I mean, he had 14 touchdowns or five touchdowns a week one, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. The crazy thing is, though, so he had 14 touchdowns, only three picks in seven games. So he was on pace for a career best 34 passing touchdowns. He only averaged 168 passing yards a game. I don't know how you can average two touchdowns a game, but only throw for a buck 68. His quarterback rating was 10 points higher than the best season of his career. And I think of something that I haven't heard a single human being talk about is that he was rushing the ball five times a game before he got hurt. Now, five times isn't ten times a game, but it's not zero times. So if you can give me five rushes for 20 yards a game, doesn't sound like a lot, but you get to the end of the year, man, and we're talking that's almost an extra extra, 40 points.
1: Yeah, it's two extra points a week.
0: I'll take that. Plus throwing a touchdown or two, that's, again, it's only five times a game. But those that adds up throughout the season.
1: Yeah, the NFL is better when Jameis Winston is healthy and playing. Because he's just so fun to Because you have no clue what's coming. Is he going to throw five straight TDs or five straight picks? Oh, how many of those picks okay. will be returned for TDs? I don't think any god himself doesn't know what the hell is going to happen when he chucks the ball up in the air. But and how healthy will he be at the beginning? He's got he's got weapons. Um, said Kamara's playing. If Thomas is anything like he used to be, he'll be good. Alave's going to be awesome. They got nobody talks about Jarvis Landry's there. You know, all these guys, he's got weapons. Uh, I I don't want James Winston as my starter in fantasy, but I would love to have him as my backup. Where's he going? I look 23rd, 100, 159. Yeah. So you're talking about beginning of the 14th round.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's free in most, most drafts I've seen.
1: No, yeah, he's going to be a guy people
0: stream all season. Well, oh, for sure. And, oh speaking of streaming, so and we've talked about that, how if you wait and wait and wait and take quarterback at the end, do you know how many quarterbacks, and I got this, I think it was a fantasy footballers podcast. Do you know how many quarterbacks were a QB one last year at least one time? No, I don't. Forty nine. It's got they are only a lot. there are only thirty two starting quarterbacks in the league, but there were forty nine quarterbacks put out QB one weekly numbers.
1: Uh, is that qb1 is in the top 12 you mean correct? yeah i mean it happens the thing is is they're they're so hit or miss you just gotta play i think you've got the best you're playing like the worst ranked passing defense all the guys that you have are healthy it's going to be sunny and 80 degrees you're at home all this stuff next thing you go for 160 one touchdown three picks and get six points
0: that's just fantasy yeah
1: it is so so i mean you still want to have a I, I can't get behind a full-on streaming quarterbacks. I can't. I'll never. I'll never get behind that. There's just certain guys that is too much of a dart throw to count on every given week that you're going to get points out of somebody. I always want one stud, and then if you have to throw some darts later in the season, if there's an injury or something, then go for it.
0: Well, one guy we don't have to worry about throwing darts for that is the goat. I'm not even going to use his name. Just call him the goat. He was QB three last year. He's averaging 22 points a game. It just doesn't make sense, man. And I, I will never understand how a man in his 40s can continue to dominate the NFL. He had a career high 5,300 yards last year. Well, yeah, he played an extra game. He was still he'd for 312 yards. Game. Yeah. <laughs> well, his 312 yards game were a career high. He still would have had a career high, yeah. even if he'd only played six. And how many
1: games was he not
0: even playing in
1: the fourth quarter?
0: Dude, he's got a ton of weapons, man. He loves Leonard Fournette. Who he dumps a ball off to. He's going as QB nine right now. He's like um eighty eight. He's like Aaron Rodgers, man. He just, they no matter what, they just don't get any respect when it comes draft time.
1: Yeah, it's odd. It's odd. Um, but the thing is, when I look at the people ahead of them, it's hard. It's hard to make an argument to say to put them ahead of them. It's well. almost like so many of them are just sort of lumped together. No, he's he's the man. He's like I said. He's the God. He walked his man. He's uh.
0: He's you would take what him would over Stafford, right? What's that? You would take him over Stafford, correct? Oh
1: my God! Uh, every day of the week, Matthew Stafford's
0: trash. Uh, okay, uh, would you? Who do you want him or Joe Burrow? Burrow. Oh, interesting. Okay, even that, he that's... just
1: got his appendix out, I'd still take him.
0: Yeah, that's I'm sort of like on the fence there. That's I, I would probably take him over Burrow. You want him or Dak?
1: Brady. Just because the, the Dallas offense, I I though I still like it, I don't think it will be quite as prolific now.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the running backs. Cordero Patterson. Dude He he's been in the league. This is gonna be his tenth season. He was RB nine last year. He finally found a coach that knows how to use him, but then the coach forgot how to use him. It, it, it didn't was even a, try,
1: yeah, it,
0: dude. It was it was a tale of of two halves of the season for for Patterson. He was an RB one or two, so he's a top twenty four guy. The first eight games of the season, except for week one, so he missed week one, and then he hit seven in a row. Then he was only a top twenty four running back three times after that for the rest of the season.
1: Well, there were weeks where you so, were getting like five or six carries.
0: Right well the the biggest problem was as the season progressed he got more carries but less catches. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of the season he they were peppering him with targets and obviously again we talked quarterback secret sauce, use them legs, buddy. Running backs, the secret sauce is getting those targets, getting those catches. He had almost 1200 yards, he had over 50 catches on the season and hopefully this year they drafted Tyler Algier, they signed Damian Williams. I'm hoping Patterson can line out wide more often. And if they do that, and he ends up getting, even if it's just five to 10 carries, but he's also getting five to 10 targets. Now we're looking at a solid flex, I think. And someone that he, he's going to be able to be explode. He was second in yards per route run. He was 13th in yards created. Like this guy can do something when, when he gets the ball.
1: I fear he'll lose some of those short yardage touchdowns to Mariota.
0: I mean, how many short yardage touchdowns did he have? Um, he wasn't
1: not short. Sure it's like one yarder. So there's like little four yarders, five yarders, seven yarders. I think he'll lose some to Mariota. I just I'm staying away from this dude. I there's no chance he'll be on my team. Not that I don't think he's one of the most talented players in the league. This is I have no clue how they're going to use him. I have no clue week-to-week, week. is he going to get me three points or 30 points? And I just, until until we get a few games in and I can see how he's going to be used, I I can't put any kind of draft capital into this guy.
0: And he's going as RB43. So by the time you get down there, it's like, all right, I'd rather take a risk on Tyler Algier, <laughs> like a rookie on his team that right. might end up right. being a lead guy. Yeah, I, I feel see. you. Can't do it. No, for sure. And speaking of him, him and Damian Williams are the other two guys there. I've always liked Williams. He's sort of like a good yeah. all around running back. If you're an NFL team and he's your lead guy all season, you don't want that. He can play, he can give you a couple good games here and there. Yeah, play, can some, you know, some solid ball in a pinch. And Algier, man, he's he's big. He's like 220 two twenty-ish, good ball player, had great college production. I love drafting him late, R B five, R B six, just in case, kind of guy. But I'm not targeting anyone in that backfield nope move on there's not much to talk about okay. there so moving on is there any world where you draft christian mccaffrey number one overall nope is there any world where you draft him number two overall probably not i can so imagine he... a world where that would happen but so three this guy he... can't i taking just... two then if you don't, you take JT one. Who are you taking
1: two? I don't know. I, it depends on the format. How I might just take Justin Jefferson. I don't even know. Okay. I, I I really honestly, that's it's. Uh, you 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 have that theory of yours of it's you won't take your first round pick on anybody that's a risk. And this dude has played what six games the last two and a half years. <laughs> when he's on the field, he's as dynamic as anybody maybe that's ever stepped
0: on the field, but. He's just it's interesting you say field. that, Phil, because in games that he's finished and been healthy, he's been a top eight running back 95% of the time. Yeah. He has been the RB1 or 2, not like an RB1 or 2, the RB1 or the RB2 in almost 50% of the games he's played. This guy's a cheat code. Yeah. He's had a thousand yards rushing, a thousand yards receiving, three seasons with over 100 targets. Dude, Baker Mayfield throws the ball to his running backs. He does. Kareem Hunt. Doesn't much matter
1: when he tears something or rips something or breaks something in the third quarter of week one. I I, I root for the guy because, man, he's awesome to watch. But
0: he's healthy. He's a number one guy in fantasy. Yeah. No matter what.
1: He just never is. Stuff. I don't know what else is there. What else can you really say about the dude? When he's healthy, he's the best there is. Problem is, he's never healthy.
0: And I've seen him go everywhere from one. I got him in a mock draft the other day at seven. I, I can't do the whole pipe dream thing in fantasy.
1: I can't take a dude number one based on what he did four years ago.
0: Two. He three, didn't really
1: do it two years ago. He barely played Three, four. When he was still at the top of his game, he's done nothing. I just I can't
0: I can't I just can't. I need a guy that's actually gonna freaking play. I can. I, I would take him at two. However, I absolutely will not argue with you if you're hesitant to do that. When you got him at seven, I'll say that's great.
1: That's oh, yeah. and you hope he ends up at one or two. But if he even ends up at on the field for fourteen games doing what he used to do, you'll be happy. Right. But I don't think he's going to play 14 games.
0: I think he'll be lucky to play 10. If he if he plays 14, it's magic. It's magic. Yeah. You're in the playoffs.
1: I just don't think it's going to happen. And what will happen is even if he does, he'll get hurt at the end like he keeps on doing now. And you won't have him for the playoffs. And then you got Chuba out there playing for you. If you're maybe. lucky maybe. enough to handcuff him. There's it a true handcuff. Although well, maybe not because Foreman's there now, so maybe not. That's
0: it. Muddy, muddy.
1: So that, that um, whole situation I would love to avoid. I'm going to let somebody else spend $80 on him. More power to you.
0: Well, I understand that. Alvin Kamara, we talked. The speculation was he was going to be suspended for at least for a little bit this year. To
1: people beat downs.
0: Now it's looking like he may not. So hopefully he doesn't, at least for fantasy this year. In games last year that uh, Jameis played, Kamara was RB10. 39, 10, 25, 5, 1, and 17. That's not bad. I, I'll, I'll take that production because you know you get a new quarterback in there, especially guy who likes to air it out. Not sure how the running back's going to perform. I'm I'm good with that as far as Kamara goes. He finishes RB eight. He was fifth in points per game because he missed four games. He has never finished below RB12 in his career. He's also never rushed for a thousand yards, but the dude's got yeah. 80. Yeah plus receptions every year except last year only at 47 double digit touchdowns in three or five years um this dude's a stud man yeah and he gets it done continuously and if he right now he's what rb12 ish i'll look just to be sure but if he can i mean he's going later and And if he right so if he can continue doing what he's doing or what he has done but you get him at Running back 12th, 19th overall, so we're talking mid-second mid round. That's a steal.
1: Yeah. You, one of your stats there, again, is misleading because he's never really been given a chance to rush for a 1,000 yards. It's hard to do it <laughs> if they won't give you the carries. Right. So it's misleading sort of in a negative way. Right. So um, how will he be used now? Will they throw to him as much? Uh, will he be on the field more often? Will Ingram get to snake all the touchdowns? it's It's very interesting um you, help you and I two years ago in that once a done league we won we played him remember in the playoffs we were the only team in the league that had him left for the playoffs at all and we picked a week that he had six touchdowns yep and I think Mike Evans had three that weekend so we ended up with nine touchdowns before anybody else even played anyone because it was like either was it Thanksgiving no it was Christmas Eve.
0: It, it was, was Christmas holiday Day or Christmas yeah.
1: Day. Christmas Day, actually, I think. Yeah. So we had all. I those, was out on a walk. I was like walking around the neighborhood, watching nobody else even played anyone. I remember some of the people like sent out stuff on, on, you know, messages about like, sweet lord, what just happened? So he's capable of days like that. He's also capable of days where he has ten rushes for seventeen yards and two catches. It'll be really interesting to see how he's used. If I could get him in the middle of the second round in a, in a draft, a snake draft, I would take my lucky stars.
0: Last year, Mark Ingram averaged three and a half yards a carry. Are you drafting him, handcuffing him, anything?
1: If I have Kamara, I might. That'd be the only way. Otherwise, uh, I don't want him.
0: So, player that I struggle with is Leonard Fournette. He was RB9 in 2019. He was hurt in 2020. Um But was RB7 last year, so he's been a top-nine running back the last two healthy years he's had. Four and a half yards of carry, eight rushing touchdowns, and 84 targets last year, almost 1,300 scrimmage yards. Yet, he's going a running back after Alvin Kamara. Kamara's RB12, Fournette's RB13. He's going to the top of the third round. Meanwhile, we have Nick Chubb, a guy who I love. He's finished around the same spot as Fournette, you know, during his healthy seasons. But Chubb doesn't catch passes. He's fighting Kareem Hunt for playing time. He's going as RB8, a full round ahead of Fournette. If we're just looking at fantasy numbers, this shouldn't be happening. Why is it happening?
1: Don't know, because I love Fournette. I'd be, be so happy to have him on any team, especially since Ronald Jones is going now. He doesn't really have any true challenge
0: to to what he's how often he's going to be on the field and touching the ball. The, I, they, uh, hate Vaughn. The, they hate Kishon Vaughn. Oh yeah. They hate Kishon Vaughn. They drafted Rashad White. He's a great pass catching back. And if if they decide to use him, you know, Fournette makes his heyday with all those with those 84 targets or whatever it was. But the so reason they hated Kishon
1: and Ronald Jones is because Bruce Aarons is just like TB. You miss one blocking assignment. You are done it means you're not studying enough, you're not pr- trying hard enough, you're not paying attention. You are going cuz you don't kill the franchise or get the franchise killed. Um not that they can't run, Fournette can block. He actually he's, even if it's just throwing a shoulder into some dude as he dies at his knee, he does what he's supposed to do. you give him the ball? He wants the ball. He I mean he, he he's a good back. I mean, he'll he'll bowl you over, he'll run around you, he'll run, jump over you. He'll do whatever he has to do to get yards. Why, uh, why I don't know why he doesn't so get a respect. Yeah, right. He did it first when he was in Jacksonville. People were, I remember people drafting like top five overall,
0: and then he just fell apart. Yeah, I was a um, Fournette guy, man. When he came out, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan in college and all that stuff, but he, he got drafted by Jacksonville. What a great position to be in. They had nobody else to run the ball. Yep, I'm gonna feed him the rock. I got sucked in.
1: Well, it wasn't bad for about a season and a half, and then all the wheels <laughs> just sort of came off. No, I'd love to have the dude. And to have him in the middle of the third round, hell yes, yeah, sign me up. Sign
0: me up. I know. Someone, I mean, a lot of folks out there are going to get a steal. Um, one guy we were talking about before we uh, before we clicked the record button here was Drake London, wide receiver for the Falcons, rookie we covered him in our draft episodes. Dude, he's he's a monster. He's 6'5", six, ten, six, ten In eight games last year at USC, they had 88 catches, 1,084 yards, and seven touchdowns. He's 11 catches a game. The defense knew that he was getting the ball. It just didn't matter. Coming out, he was my uh, second wide receiver behind Traylon Burks. And if I'm a quarterback like Marcus Mariota, Give me a big athletic dude with a huge catch radius, and that's exactly what Drake London is. He has an opportunity to go well over triple-digit targets as a rookie.
1: Yeah, he's all they. Have. Him and Pitts are all they have, right? They have Zacchaeus and Brian Edwards. I don't. I who, don't have. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? Olavide Zacchaeus. Uh, who's throwing to him? He did have actually I think a couple good games last year, but.
0: Yeah, and no. Brian
1: Edwards, Geronimo Allison. I mean, I'm not throwing to these people. London and Pitts are they're gonna get everything. Granted it's Mariota throwing to him and it's gonna be a bunch of little rinky dink stuff, but gotta throw to somebody. He's gonna he's hopefully he's gonna be a red zone monster. God, I would love to have him on my squad for the next five years. It's either
0: of those two guys. It's it's, it's him or Pitts in the in the red zone every did time. Did we
1: mention real quick what we talked about before the show? Please do. So I was saying to Bobby, we won't drag this out too Weekly. long.
0: Yeah.
1: I, we won't drag out too long. That I have never been in my life of fantasy, and we're talking now about next to, close to 30 years, never more excited about a rookie receiver draft class than this year. There's like eight or nine of these guys that I would love to get in my draft next Friday and sign them all to five-year contracts. Not that they're all going to blow up this year, but by year two and definitely three that I think will all be above average, if not pro bowl level players. I'm. I, it's just so many of them, that not just because of how good they were in college, but the situations they've been thrown into. We talked about the Justin Jefferson effect that this dude came straight out, was in a pro style offense, went straight into Minnesota. And they said, you know what, we're not doing this year three crap anymore. You're just you're playing week one. Let's just roll with it. And he's had so much success that now these other coaches, it's a copycat league, right? We're not going to waste two or three years of this guy's career having him, you know, run three routes and barely playing. We're just, we're going. And he's one of them. Is there—is there a better situation in the league than this? I mean, there's some that tie him, but is there a better one than this? And so many of the others, Sky Moore and, Christian Watson, like all these guys that are just been thrown into these situations. It's a you day. You Garrett Wilson. Unless you just completely botch it. Yeah, it's
0: it's wild. That this is this is the most promising draft class we've had it's in in a long dude. time. It's yeah. sickening. And, They're all like number ones. Yeah, right. I mean, Traylon Burks, too. I mean, there's there's like six or seven guys out of this class yeah. that could probably end up being their their leading receiver on on their teams. Um and the guy he's fighting targets for is Kyle Pitts, which again, we talked about on previous episode. We talked about tight ends, but hit 110 targets last year. And with Mariota at the helm in Tennessee, don't forget Delaney Walker had seasons of 133, 102, and 111 targets. That is right where Kyle Pitts lived last year. Yep. He was first in yards per reception and fourth in yards per route rung among tight ends. He was tight end seven with only one touchdown. If you give him Six total touchdowns. Which oh, please was, don't is, say it. Please don't say it. It's not out of their own possibility. Please don't say positive regression. No, I won't. No, no, no. I'm saying if you gave him six touchdowns last year, he's tied in three. Yeah, he's like, a monster. Is,
1: you can play some.
0: He, he is. Be a good the, one-two he's, punch. He's the Kelsey now. Like, he is the Mark Andrews of the future. Like, this is where he's going to be. We're going to be talking. He's going to be the guy that's drafted at the end of the first round, beginning of the second round the one tight end, which everyone's like, should I do it? I don't know if I should. It gives me an advantage because he's such a stud. I, I heard I think it was fantasy footballers again. Um they were saying that it, if you look at just wide receiver routes run out wide. He was by the numbers the best wide receiver quote in the NFL. His numbers were better than Jeff Justin Jefferson. They were better than Jamar Chase. All when hits. he was Kyle Pitts when he was lined out wide, right. His up numbers up there, when yeah. he was lined out wide.
1: He's a freak. He's a physical freak. That's ridiculous, ridiculous. London's going forty fifth in receivers. It's Alave forty seventh, Burks forty eight, um, Garrett Wilson fifty. what would guy Moore fifty six, has- George Pickens fifty seven. Who I'm
0: starting to get. Oh god, I think you were right. You were you were higher on Pickens than me coming out and i think have you seen some of the highlights this dude's putting out he's good man god i he's good
1: bobby i have him written down but i don't want everybody to hear because i am going hard and you know i hate the freaking Steelers, but it is diva university there so i am i'm going hard after mr pickens
0: it's a good thing you whispered it because no one in your draft will hear it thank you
1: Christian Watson, sixty-one. So, man, all these guys. Romeo Dow, sixty-five. I still don't trust that. I wish I had trusted it more, as much as everybody. In all the years. Johan Dotson, number seventy. I want all of them. I want every wow. last one of them on my team. I know it's not going to happen, but my lord, in two years I'd be unstoppable. Nice. And have them all for these minuscule contracts, so then I can spend fifty bucks on JT and whoever else.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh. Um, another guy that I think I think is going to have a better year this year is DJ Moore. He was wide receiver 17 two years ago, 22 last, or in 2020, and then wide receiver 20 last year. He just needs that quarterback, and he's had terrible touchdown luck. He's scored four touchdowns three years in a row. And I'll get this in quick so Kevin can't cover his ears, but Kevin, I think he's in for a little positive regression God. for his touchdowns. That's such an awful phrase. He's at 1,100 yards three years in a row. Dude, he's consistent. He he just needs someone to push him over that edge, and I think Baker Mayf- Mayfield is the guy. He was top five in target yeah. share and air yards.
1: He needs a Mayfield's more
0: accurate enough. quarterback. That's it.
1: I mean, so, he, 93 catches on 163 targets. You just, you just need more than that. Uh, so yeah, for that, I mean, that's really honest. He only had 300-yard games.
0: The, this, isn't, sure. uh, this isn't a this isn't a bold predictions thing, but if I had to pick one like dark horse candidate at wide receiver to finish as a top five guy, it's him.
1: Okay, I mean, if you it, give him
0: double digit touchdowns, last year's wide receiver seven,
1: and and two of two of his touchdowns were in one game. <laughs> That's He so only sad. had two other touchdowns the whole rest. That's of year. So Two touchdowns hard. against <laughs> Dallas, one against Honestly, the Saints, one against the uh the commanders that's hard to do that's hard to do if you look at his overall numbers he had a lot of targets but not a lot of yards even that game against washington he only had 50 yards 79 against the saints but you look at his numbers 29 48 24 32 42 he had a lot of bummer games where he had a lot of targets but they just can't get him the ball Because Sam Darnold, I saw today, was like the 35th most accurate quarterback in the league last year. That means three backups were better. (laughs) So, I mean, uh, uh, it it has to get better. As long as he stays healthy, he has to to do
0: better. Was Sam Darnold worse than that? He had to have been. Then then who? Then Baker last year. No, I
1: was saying that. I might have said Baker. Sam Darnold was, I think, 35th.
0: Oh that's gotcha. That's what I'm gotcha.
1: saying. Baker's way more accurate than him.
0: Gotcha. Um and do we care about Robbie Anderson or Terrace Marshall? No,
1: because Robbie Anderson is trash who again got a big contract based off seven games with the Jets a couple years ago. He likes to talk a big game, but he's just not any good. That's just me well, being well, blunt. I apologize. Well, Terrence Marshall they say he's looked great in preseason, but again, I don't care about the preseason, so We'll see. I hope he does well because I haven't signed in three or four years.
0: Yeah, you were bigger than last year. I you really were.
1: was. I was surprised that, well, he didn't use him. He was barely on the field,
0: and then when he was, he got hurt. Better on your spot. So, uh, next up, Michael Thomas, moving on to the Saints.
1: This is a for tricky me, Michael, one,
0: this team. So, <laughs> he feels for me like your grandma's favorite recipe. You you lost it, and now you're just trying to wing it on your own. Yeah. you know what it, You know what it was. You know what it's supposed to be like, but you have no idea yep. if it's going to turn out like it's supposed to. Then you either put I mean, in too much paprika or not enough onion salt,
1: and it, it just it's, doesn't – it's just not the same.
0: I mean, he's one of the best receivers in the game. He was – Ever. You could, was it three years ago, 2019-ish? Said, what, 100? People what were it? like – might draft him number one overall in fantasy. And People it was like okay.
1: draft him number one. What do he have? What it was 143 catches or 165? What was it? Something. Whatever Thank it was, I'll he
0: broke Barbara's
1: record by like twenty.
0: And you just don't you but you have no idea what you're gonna get. None. Because he's been hurt. And is he gonna come back? Is it gonna be okay? How's his ankle? Nobody knows. Nobody knows it. How could you know?
1: He's, you know which is going he's to be slain? If these three guys lived up to their names, uh, Thomas, Landry, and Lavi, you could make an argument that they're the freaking Bengals. They might have the best freaking one, two, three punch in the league. Speaking of which, we never mentioned last week uh, one of our personal favorites, Timmy Patrick, out for the season in Denver, who we thought Denver well, might be the one team to really challenge the Bengals for the best wide receiver
0: trio. Not no mo. It does clear the way for my guy, Cortland Sutton, though.
1: It does. It'll be, it'll be more for him and Judy. But I don't but like to you. Answer, we, we You and I root for Tim Patrick.
0: Correct, correct. Um, to answer your question, in 2019, he had 185 targets, 149 catches, 1,700 receiving yards.
1: Just sickening. Again, cheat code. But no more mm. Drew Brees. But that doesn't matter because Winston loves to chuck it. Right. Uh, is the guy going to play? Is he going to be on the field? Is he going to be a diva? How much will Landry and Alave take from him potentially? He's not; he's no longer just the only guy. And then you chuck a few to Emmanuel Sanders, chuck a few to this guy and that guy. He, Emmanuel he's,
0: Sanders is not on the team.
1: No, I know he's not now, but he used to be. That's what I'm saying.
0: got oh, it.
1: Thomas was always the one hundred percent clear cut number one in New Orleans for all these years. He no longer necessarily is.
0: Well, because they drafted a guy that I also drafted in yeah. my SiriusXM XM fantasy um, radio host dynasty league, I took Chris Olave.
1: Didn't and... I have to talk you into that?
0: No, no. That was the that was the trade. Remember, I drafted oh, okay, Sky the trade Moore itself. at okay. 109, and then some guy was like, hey, I'll give you oh, the very right. next okay, yeah. I talked you into
1: the trade, and then all this good Dayton stuff happened. Government. It turned out to be a great trade, I thought, for
0: you. I think so. I mean, Olave, great route runner. A lot of analysts loved him coming out this um, this year, and he went to a perfect spot because I've said this. Not everyone agrees. I think he's perfectly suited to be a wide receiver two on an NFL team that can produce as close to a wide receiver one in fantasy, because he and he plays right into Winston's strengths: deep routes, smoking guys off the line. So that should look good. And you mentioned Jarvis Landry earlier. Dude, I'll be honest, man, I'm not worried about him. He he runs these little slot routes. It doesn't fit Winston's playing style. He's going to be 30. He was in the 40s in target separation and route win rate. You need those things. You need to create separation. You need to win your routes as a slot guy, which is what he is. So what, where what he's I, going.
1: What I don't get from what you just said, what I don't say is, you're not worried about him as far as what does that mean? Like,
0: I'm not, I'm not worried. Like I'm correct. Thank you. So I'm not worried about drafting him. He's not going to be on any of my teams. Oh, I'm I'm not worried. You
1: weren't worried about him cutting it the other guy's catches or something. You're just saying it's a guy that you have no interest in having on your team. So I got you.
0: So I'm guys going around him. Chris Alave, you're taking Alave. Drake London, we already talked about your love of him have about julio jones a guy we're going to get to in a minute who would you rather have on your team landry or jones Boy,
1: that's, that's an evil
0: question
1: <laughs> i don't know Maybe it's a
0: tough one right but for me it's jones for me it's, it's a ceiling I, it's late it's late landry yeah. has zero ceiling he's like he's like a basement in an old house Yeah, you but have to you i just don't
1: know how much you really play what he's going to really do i don't
0: know yeah, I, that's Jones in three days could give you or three games could give you the production that jones will get you an eight well, of course or a, he could uh, three Landry years you.
1: ago you're right
0: okay all right so anyway the guy that you that we talked about a little bit ago that you are saying those um stats you found mike evans man he was wide receiver eight last year I'm not sure that he's ever not ended a season as a wide receiver. One, I could be wrong. I, I he's been in the league for what eight years now. He's got a thousand yards every year of his career. He's got double digits in half, or double digit touchdowns in half of those years. Uh, they added Russell Gage. They added Julio. I don't think it matters. I don't think no. it matters. Yeah. History has taught me that Mike Evans is going to do Mike Evans things. He averages 75 catches a year. It 16% target share. Oh, well, you can't draft someone with 16% target share. Hell yeah, you can. You can draft Mike Evans. He's 11th in total red zone targets last year. Dude, old Tommy boy. He's like a modern Fitz.
1: I mean, Fitz got a lot more target like share, but he catches everything. He catches contested things. He catches touchdowns. The dude's just a freaking wide receiver machine. That, for reasons nobody really knows, doesn't get that much talk, much respect. Like I said, when you look at their numbers since they came into the league, he beats Adams in most most of the major categories. That's not like he's blown him away. But the whole point of the meme was Devontae Adams is treated like, again, like the the second coming of Jerry Rice. Mike Evans, they act like isn't even good enough that they don't bring in
0: help every year. You know that I have struggled with Evans, and for me it was his inconsistencies, and and we did see it some last year. Six of his games, he was a wide receiver three or worse. So he was wide receiver thirty uh, It's part of
1: being on that team now. <laughs> but
0: I – again, uh, I – Mike Evans and I, we've been able to look past our differences and oh, and I I've welcomed geez. him Here I've welcomed we him back in open arms, Kevin. Here we go. It's I, getting deep, people. Get your boots on. He's my wide receiver nine-ish right now. Just, I'll take him, man.
1: I, I if, if I'm
0: sitting there, beginning of the third round, and he's looking at me, it's gonna be tough for me to pass him up. Some of the things you say, it's just mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't even know beautiful. how to retort. They're just so Ridiculous. Well, that you're welcome. I'm glad that you've come around on the guy. It's a shame it wasn't years ago. Of course,
0: you're the right. scenario happened we <laughs> talked <laughs> on
1: the show before where you were forced to take him years ago, and, and you, as the soothsayer you are, predicted it a couple weeks beforehand. I'm pretty sure we were sitting at the pool when we were talking about it, and you were so frustrated. This scenario where you may have to draft him, and it happened. And alas, boy, it just fell right into your lap, and I loved it. We end up having a good year for you.
0: Of course he did. He always Why is wouldn't
1: good he? because he's a good I player. Um, I again, he's going what? Early, mid, second round? 26
0: overall. So yeah. very
1: early. Yeah, yeah the ninth or um, six overall. When I look at the guys behind him, I, there's nobody there that I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I'd way rather have this guy than Mike Evans. I don't know if there's a single one. Yeah, I know. I, I really no. I mean, some of them are, are equal. I guess you know AJ Brown. I would have liked to have him if he was still in Tennessee. I'm not. I'm still not sold. Again, amazing football move for the Eagles, but I don't necessarily know how that this will add up to great fantasy stats for AJ Brown. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I
0: I'm, glad so I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're on board. So let's go on to Godwin, uh, Chris Godwin. Did, first off, did you know his real name is Rod? I did not know that rod godwin that's his that's his real name that's it's interesting weird. how did you find uh, that out well just a little research man this is what i this is why i get paid the big bucks you look up the real um, names of fantasy or of
1: nfl wide receivers that's that's something you do on the side
0: listen whatever pays the bills he was wide receiver nine last year in points per game he missed a few with injuries including tearing his acl <laughs> he's working back from it we don't know when he's going to be ready maybe week one but is he actually going to be ready? I struggle with him, man, because he's been a stud. He's two seasons with over 1,100 yards, flirted with 10 touchdowns a few times. He it, He had double-digit targets in six games last year and had over 100 receiving yards at five. So if he he's another one of those guys, if you feed him the rock, he's going to he's perform. Beast.
1: I love him because, because he's one of the, the very few Penn State alum that actually amount to anything in the fantasy world in the
0: NFL. But well, where are you taking him?
1: I don't know. I hate that That's he might miss six weeks. But, again, I draft. I don't think so. You don't think he's going to miss any? I think even if he doesn't, he's going to be eased in. He's not going He's not to go out there for 60 snaps. He's going um, as wide
0: receiver 23.
1: Yeah, Can't I, do I don't know where i take him because I love the dude. Not I love the whole team. But, again, I draft for the playoffs. I don't draft for the rare season because you can make enough moves to finale your way into the playoffs. So I'd maybe take him a half round higher than
0: other people would. But He's I still don't know exactly too. where that is. I mean, I mean, I can tell you where it is. He's going as a wide receiver, too. He's going at 64th overall. He is. I'm just saying I don't know if – I
1: I, I could definitely see taking there. That's what? That's middle of the sixth round. I could take him in the middle of the sixth round. Absolutely. Because really? you, you can make enough moves during the year to overcome that. It's not like you're you're he's your second or third round pick, and you're just throwing away points.
0: And then Russell Gage, Julio Jones. I was really high on Russell Gage, but then Godwin coming back and the Julio signing, it I don't know it uh, it soured me on the whole Russell Gage deal. But now what I'll say is you know well there's too many mouths to feed, so this is going to go against what I just said. However, last year's top nine wide receivers in points per game. Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Three of the top nine wide receivers last year in points per game all came from the Buccaneers. Cyril Grayson, who nobody knows, also a wide receiver for the Bucs. He only had a target in three games, but he averaged 13 points a game in those games. Dude, they threw 730 times. If they're on the field, they're going to get you fantasy points. Yeah.
1: I don't think they expect to throw that many times this year, but it'll still be a lot. Uh, man, talk out of camp was the gauge was the best-looking receiver there. The catches I he was making, the separation. The moves. Well, you're right, man. That's a lot of people. And that's, he's got, like, three potential Hall of Famers in front of him.
0: You, you, last year he was um 13, 13th in yards per route run, 12th in route win rate. That's good, mm-hmm. man. That's that's good. Good player. He put up some good numbers with
1: with just on a horrible team. I don't know. It's it one of those things. He he must you know he signed a contract all excited, then to go get Jones and he just must be like God damn it, really.
0: And I don't care about any of the tight ends. Camera break. Kyle Rudolph. Kate Otten. I'm I'm out on all. As far as Tampa Bay, yeah,
1: somebody's going to catch because that offense, they 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 run play specifically for the tight end, just right down the scene Because you have all those yeah, monsters on the outside. But yeah, Cameron gonna, too the many. The problem times is week to week, you don't know who it's. Even last year, you didn't know. There were games where Gronk had eight catches for 89 yards, but Cameron Braid had three catches for 14 yards with two touchdowns. It, it happened a good bit that Gronk would get all the yardage. They would get the touchdowns.
0: And then Gronk um, went out and break did nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm out on all that. Yeah. I, I, I don't. There, there's nobody there. I really want
0: anything else you need to add, sir. Are we ready to roll.
1: No, I think I think we're, this this division's not really exciting. I don't know that there's anybody in their right mind that wouldn't pick the Buccaneers to win it, have a boatload of fantasy stuff and
0: points and
1: just not a real exciting division
0: all right thank you all so much for tuning in um our tunes are by flatline please check us out on spotify youtube facebook and twitter at g-y-b-r underscore podcast again that is at g-y-b-r underscore podcast kevin great show thank you see you in a week buddy see you dude